Hello and welcome to the Sunnyside Podcast Show, episode five with me, Scott. And me, PJ. And me, Ron. Why do you sound always so sad? <laughs> I don't know. It's I'll just because I know what's coming up for the next hour. <laughs> no, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't let everyone know the magic. Cue the music. We're gonna, I'm gonna, we need to cut that, that bit out. Why? What do you mean, why? All of the bits I'm in, you want to cut it? You just want to cut me out all together. No, I mean, I'm trying to let go of that, actually. No, let's yeah. move. I'm trying not to linger we on have to, the, We have tried that, and you always manage to crawl your way back in, <laughs> or Ron just goes super quiet, so well, it's just me We're talking. introducing a lovely new feature, though, called B&M Bargain Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, yeah. if you're unfamiliar with the store B&M Bargains, it is, Scott... I mean, it's kind of like cash converters, or not cash converters, like pound stretcher, or... Like yeah. those sorts of kind of discount bulk and you know buy it in bulk sort of. Essentially, stores. they they they. I think they all started whenever um, all the store, all the normal shops were closing and went. <laughs> we can't we can't afford to open. And somebody went, you know, I'd buy all that stock and yeah. sell it dirt cheap. And yeah. so they they ended up with a load of dirt Although cheap stuff. Although I saw on uh, BBC's Watchdog that they were selling like some really dodgy shampoo with like messed up ingredients in it that they were trying to pass off as Timote or something. So yeah, no, does anyone know what's in Timothy? Yeah, no, no, no. But it's you know it swings and roundabouts. So. Yeah, they're one of these horrible places that they end up kind of uh, getting sent people from job job centres to you know you know it's like well, you have to get a job you have to get something otherwise you take away your benefits so you'll go and work at B and M bargains for you know three pound an hour. Yeah. But yeah, I, I go there to buy my sweets. <laughs> On the plus side, Bane and Barry's do have a lot of really awesome Batman toys at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I don't. I've don't had really, for a little while. Yeah, they've been getting them in for kind of on and off for about the last six or eight months. And I, think, I don't I understand think, where they're getting them from. I it's think not, they're from comic shops that have been shut down. <laughs> because it's, but it's not just they're, the they're, same they're, they're, they're series the Batman, of figures. Batman Adventures for the most it's the, part. The new Batman Adventures, but every now and again there will be a Batman the Animated Series set that comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and PJ between us have been furiously texting. Yeah, and... well, here's here's what happened, right? If, if I think it was before Christmas yes. they started appearing on the shelves, yeah. and they are dirt like they're like seven ninety nine for figures that should rightly be twenty five quid. Yeah, and sometimes if you catch them on the right day, they're four nine. They're yeah, half yeah, price they down be, to four ninety nine. Yeah, they have four ninety nine. And and before Christmas, so on the run up to Christmas, they were on in stores. I knew if I bought one of these things, I would never stop. It would never <laughs> end for me. I had seen what what this kind of addictive quality can do to Ron, for example, and and his kind it's of like Barney taking that one sip of non alcoholic <laughs> champagne. Yeah, yeah, I've seen what I've seen what it can do. I mean, you know, with with Ron, it was anything Bal and Moore, yeah. and then Hellboy books. I've seen the this. You know, Ron used to be a sturdy looking fellow, but look at him now. He's a shadow before himself. He's... It's a mad road to go down to. <laughs> so, so I was I was constantly going no no, and then I, I weakened a little bit. What happened was I bought the first of the bat, the actual Batman figure. I bought yeah. a Batman figure, and I and I bought it and I kept it in the box. I went, you know what? I, I'm going to keep this for my son for Christmas. And then and then so what? What it satisfied that desperate need to buy the thing without me having to buy it. So I, I you know I didn't own it. But I had it, and I, I had that that little bit of uh, whatever it is that thing you get whenever you buy something, that little kind of spark. Um, I had that, and that was good. And then I bought one for myself. <laughs> uh, what, 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 what did you? Which one did you buy first? Oh God. Well, I couldn't. The thing is, I bought the Batman for for Nathan, and then we. I think I bought a couple of other uh, sort of the extra characters, and some of them were really cool. And I like I have my the, my taste aligns with big chunky figures yeah. like super villains you know I, I like the super chunky villains I don't like the slightly more weedy looking figures so I'm not dead keen on for example the Riddler yeah. I mean, I'm not even that fussed about the Joker I'm not that overly fussed about the Joker but oh my god Bane oh yeah. my god Bane yeah. ah Bane is so awesome well so, I got the, the first ones I got were four ninety nine a piece yeah. and they run up to Christmas and I thought okay they've obviously just got these figures, a deal yeah. on the villains because yeah, I yeah. got Mr. Freeze, Two Face, oh, the Joker, and the, the Riddler. Mr. Freeze was the one because I, I didn't want to buy any unless I had Batman. It didn't seem to make yeah, any sense yeah. unless unless I had Batman. And then when I got Nathan Batman, I, I had his Batman in a box ready, packed ready for Christmas. And then it was like, oh, that's okay. And I kept seeing them, and then all the Batmans vanished. 
they all disappeared and there was no more Batman I thought oh well well I can never Nathan doesn't really like Batman well no no they all vanished and that was me going oh oh that's okay and then they reappeared there was a Batman reappeared I went I'm having it (laughs) but I went sort it I'll buy it I mean Nathan can have two Batman that's not what happened what happened was I opened mine yeah. and I went and they are they feel lovely they're they, very they they're, really... I mean these aren't cheap no. looking or feeling figures they're painted beautifully the material feels really chunky they're, there's heft to them yeah yeah. And they these come things with... are going to take 10,000 years to break down into yeah. microplastics that's, <laughs> but that's they what's going to happen there you know each figure comes with at least four different but I, I will be content much... in knowing that for maybe what six of those 10,000 years as microplastics they'd yeah. be sitting on my shelf looking lovely yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought like why are these in B&M bargains they've obviously got a deal on the villains yeah. so this is because this is, that's all that they, they had yeah. and I thought well I'll get the villains and maybe I'll pick up a Batman off Amazon or, or yeah. something like that and then you texted me mm-hmm. and said they have the Batman with Robin and the Bat Signal oh yeah god that is so awesome for like 12 quid yes and I think it's like 29.99 on Amazon yeah. But even so, then, even at that, that should be like 60 quid. That's that a 60 feels, quid yeah, thing, that, it's, it? It feels like the, the bat signal lights up. It's big. It's it's chunky. They're all really, it's really nice. It's to scale of the Batman. Yeah. And, and yeah. the Batman's pretty cool looking. Yeah. And the Batman comes with two capes. So, so you can you have a, a very Bruce Tim uh, Aqualine kind of feature. They are. I mean, Scott's got them in his room here now. And we're looking at them. And they are pretty awesome looking. And, but the newer ones come with fabric capes. Because the plastic capes, the, the Bruce Tim-esque plastic yeah. capes... You can't set them in the scale Batmobile that you can also buy. Uh, I don't want to know about these I know, things. This is, I know. This is why I didn't want to there start. Is... The, the thing is, right, so the thing is that being in Bargains is where we've been picking them up for the most part. But they've also been in Smith's uh, Toy Shop and uh, Toys, Toys R Us. Us. Yeah. And, R.I.P. And there's, another, there's another toy shop uh, uh, that I can't remember the name. Home, ba- Home Bargains. Home Bargains is the oh. other place. Oh, I haven't. Appeared. Are they in they've Home Bargains? they in all of these places. Ooh. So I don't know. It's like someone went, yeah, these toys are shit hot. Make 10 bazillion of them <laughs> because they're going to sell everywhere. The and then is- they tried to sell them and everyone went, oh no, we're not interested in these. So they, they didn't know what to do with them. It's really weird. The, like the, I don't, the pricing I don't really understand because what the reason we're talking about this is because I told PJ yesterday, I called into B&M Bargains, as I always do when I'm there, just to have a little look. And yeah, that's, that's, behold, that's what it's done to me. It's yeah. made me go into that just, shop all the time. You just have a little just peek. Just in case. Oh, yeah, just, I'll just see. Just to have a wee poke and I'll see. Just see. And the Holy Grail was there yesterday. Which is... The Holy Grail. Which is... Commissioner Gordon. Oh, Commissioner Gordon's awesome. Commissioner Look Gordon. Look at this little turd hair. No. Lovely, like, probably the best looking Commissioner Gordon. It is gorgeous. In any... In yeah. any like, the Batman animated series Commissioner Gordon is my Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is what I associate Commissioner Gordon with. Um, so I picked that up yesterday along with a, a Raz Al Ghul. Yeah, I wasn't super fussed on, but no. he was there and like he's, he's one I have never seen up until you've mentioned. This. I've, never I've never seen a seen Commissioner him. Gordon. Never, yeah, never yeah. seen one in the wild. But they're still <laughs> nineteen ninety nine on a, on uh, eBay. Oh yeah. So, and, but you took them out of the box. My son, because my son has started because he got the Batman and he got a couple of other figures. He's kept them all in the boxes. And so now I can't, I, I'm taking mine out of the boxes. So now anytime I, I, I get one for him somehow or he gets one, I'm like going, well, I want that one, but oh, yeah. I want it out of the box. So now we've got two of them all. So we've gone from having none of these and no problem, not, nobody's got an addictive problem, to suddenly we've all got like, and, all and got my other figures. son wants them. Oh. And my other, youngest one wants some. And Is it's he like, an in the box or an out of the box He's been getting kid? all the crappy ones that I own that I'm not that bothered with. <laughs> So, so he's been playing with the like, Riddler. I would have kept them. I would have kept them in the boxes. Had the boxes been nicer? Yeah, the boxes. The are, boxes. I think the boxes are treated badly. I mean, they're they're you know they're just yeah they're chucked in. Yeah, they're, they're 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 yeah, yeah stacked on the shelves and whatever. But I, I would have kept them in the boxes if it paid twenty quid for them or thirty quid. I'd have gone. I'm even not taking that, these. Like, I mean, I, I have figures that I've kept in the box that I know aren't going to appreciate in any value, but I like the look of the boxes. Like I have the old like the remake, the re-release Kenner. Yeah, uh, Star Wars figures on the 40th anniversary. It's ones, weird to me that anyone would buy re-released ones of those because they were so shit looking to begin with. They were like the worst toys you'd yeah. ever 
I imagine that it's like but they were all that there was yeah it was like oh my yeah. god this toy looks nothing like any of these and look his lightsaber is actually connected to his yeah, arm yeah it comes out, comes out of his arm like, like it's a really weird deformity what's going on there but you know what there's no other options yeah so how they've come back into form again and everyone's going well these are the ones I want no they're not the fucking the <laughs> what, Star what you, Wars Elite you, Black Series is yeah. what you want what you really want is a 1-6 scale Hot Toys figure but oh you can't afford God. that yeah 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 so I actually I have said to Hannah I said to Hannah that uh, there's only two left on the front row from left to right you've got the Joker Harlequin Batman uh, with the uh, yellow oval a Robin which I always think looks slightly creepy like the slightly creepy Robin <laughs> and then the cool looking Robin who looks more like an animated Robin and then the gorgeous Bruce Tim. and I see what you've done is you've put the cape on that doesn't come as standard in the box but comes with it comes with it yes but but yeah. has a nicer has a, it's, it's as a nicer shoulders are broader yeah, yeah. and it looks more like a Bruce Tim drawn so you've changed that which is what I did and then Two-Face who actually comes with a really cool um, Tommy machine gun yes. with, with a round barrel but I, yeah. I see you're not using that and then behind those guys, you've got uh, Poison Ivy, who looks gorgeous. Poison Ivy looks gorgeous. Um, Commissioner Gordon, which is an amazing figure. Rasa School, which is a lovely cape on Rasa School. The um, you've got Mister. Fr- is it Mister Freeze? It is Mister Freeze. Freeze. Yeah. But you, so Mister Freeze has there's a figure, but there's also you. It comes with legs to take his head off, put the legs in, so his leg can his head can scuttle about, which means you really need two you of need the two. figures. <laughs> Which is all oh, the bastards. Which, which technically means you need five of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's worrying when you've got to you've got to start buying them in an exponential rate <laughs> in order to keep them, so that everyone's happy. And then, oh, my favorite is Bane. Bane yeah. is just awesome. He's yeah. so so awesome. But I, I I have also on top of that, I've got Batgirl, which is a beautiful looking. Batgirl figure. is a really nice one. Really I've never, which I've never figure. seen in the wild. Um, and I've got um uh, the the uh, what's his face uh, cro- the Killer Croc. Oh yeah, Killer oh, that, that, Croc, that, that, who comes I, with a little candy girl or something. Yeah. I don't know who she is. I I've never seen that episode, so I don't know who she is. Yeah. But it's a, it's a it's a it's just a gorgeous looking Killer Croc figure. Yeah, and I can tell it's a big another big kind of hefty one. Which yeah, is I like, why you it's, like it's, it. Yeah. It's, and yeah. I'm really there was um there was a man bat figure I saw in the shop one day. You, you saw a man bat I in saw, the B&Ms? in the wild, yeah. Oh. And I didn't buy it because that was the period where I was going. I'm not going to start buying these. What am I, an idiot? It turns out I am an idiot because I didn't buy it then and I want it now. Yeah. So I ordered one online. I saw one online, and I thought, "Oh yeah, I'll have that." But it turns out you're not going to get one of them. You're oh, not going to get one. Of them. But they're yeah. really awesome because they've got they're like they're like three foot wide or something. They're insane. And the I think I can fit a mamba in right at the very right ba- at the back. Right at the very back. But I've I've said the only two that I want to get now is the Batgirl and Catwoman. Yeah, and that's it. And I, I still, I mean, I, we've talked, we've talked about this on the show before. I still want to. Now my room is getting into a kind of a shape. Yeah. I mean, it's nowhere near. I mean, the the, the situation now is, is that there's some somehow my room's got smaller. And there's less space in it, despite me constantly throwing furniture. I, I don't know what's happening. Like it's it'll, all really, be, it'll all be fine. Keep once, solely, Jim. Yeah, it's not going to work. It'll be fine on. once you get your VR goggles on. <laughs> That's what all this is about. Once you get your VR goggles on, it's keep it's, sight of the prize. Yeah. Keep sight of the yeah. prize. Your studio can be as big as you want. And wish. in a whole manner, I can have digital figures in yeah. VR. We'll, we'll put a photograph of Scott's toys in the show notes. Yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah, you, if, awesome, if anybody's yeah. interested. Yeah, too, yeah, but you, yeah, so Ron, Ron knows. Ron is, is further along than us in this process because you know you have a problem and has um, and have thus annexed yourself yes, from I, the I, toy I've buying. Just dealt with it by just cutting myself off. I just, I just don't buy anything. What, was there was there something that you bought? that you went oh uh, well, I this is really, too far now I shouldn't have bought that I have bought like I mean nothing I've bought a Rob Liefeld Captain America figure that had, like, real and sort of buyers remorse attached to it but yeah. the last the last thing I bought was a set of the of the NECA um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures you know the style on the original oh, comic yeah. characters <laughs> and I, I love them and I just kind of think well that's me done because uh, <laughs> what, what you also have as well which You've I adore the are the the one six scale original 1966 Batman series figures yeah, yeah they were presents for me at two separate sort of occasions from Susie so yeah I've got like basically an Adam West and a Burke Ward yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. look fantastic yeah. I have, they, are, they are lovely for, there is, there about is a in, year ago in Bargains has, has uh, Batman Dark Knight Returns figures oh they and do 20, I don't know, 20, 25 20, quid for 3 or 25 quid Batman, Superman the Joker and and, um, and the Robin, Rob Robin yeah, yeah the, but, the, but they've decided to show Robin without the glasses she always looks really weird yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but she come, it comes with like the, I, every time and the, 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 the pole where, where the lamppost yeah, um, yeah. where Crime Alley is yeah. supposed to be and every time I look at it I just think no 
No, no. Because I mean, that's the, that's the Frank Miller stuff. So they are chunky. Yeah, like the, I know, the I know. jaw lines on those figures. Oh, you, you know can that's shave killing with. me. Yeah. You know that's killing yeah. me. Looking at those those big lumps of plastic and, and thinking. <gasps> strangely, the, the other thing that they have as well, which um, I, they're not for me, but I think other people would be really interested in, is the DC signature design series oh yeah they do have where they have those. yeah where they, they've they had artists to redesign well. yeah yeah kind of classic the darwin cook ones oh if they had okay that's if they had darwin cook i'd buy it in a heartbeat but they had greg capullo's um green lantern and joker and they had um some but another artist they they're all by the same two artists and i can't remember the other the second when i was artist. a kid right when i was so i i i am you know on the elderly side now <laughs> and so toys weren't as easily uh got in those days it was all little you green made men. your own fun back then <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a guy who lived beside me and he was really big star wars nuts and i i wasn't and he had lots of star wars toys this was just after uh return of the jedi had come out so this was just around this the the toys had started to appear because the toys didn't appear in conjunction with the films at that point they were coming out they came out as fast as they could get them out which was not very fast not very fast Uh, and so he he used to go up and he would measure snow speeders in the boxes and there was a toy shop on the Elmer Road uh, where I live now which is now an off licence which is a sad indictment of what the world has turned into Uh, and he would he would measure the the, the things and this is the thing in your head when you're young and he went away and he built these things out of cardboard and I would look at them and go wow that's like a one to one replica <laughs> it's like no it wasn't <laughs> I just think it was <laughs> you know but in my head it was that's the thing that you take the memory with you and, yeah. the, and the memory the memory distorts it into being this incredible perfect uh, simulac- simulacra Simulacra. 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 Thank you, Dictionary Corner. Um, <laughs> and uh, that, that's that's the thing it is. But I mean, it was a shitty bit of hot cardboard held yeah. together with sticky tape. And then he would burn them no. <laughs> as, uh, to simulate the if, battles if going on in Hawaii. watch as he burned the thing he desired the most. <laughs> like looking at it and going, but that's really awesome. <laughs> and I I used to have Action Man. Action Man was my my thing when I was when I was a kid. And Action Man. Is pretty crap, right? When you get older and you see Action Man as was, it was pretty crap. But in my head, it it looked like the you know it looked like war stuff. It looked like really cool. And so uh, several years ago, Dragon, there's a company called Dragon, introduced these these one sixth uh, figures that a bit like the Hot Toy stuff, but they were basically for soldiers for military stuff. So they, they you'd get like a, a you know a, a World War Two sniper with with a, a gun that you could take the cartridge out of, and you'd see the individual bullets in it and stuff, and you'd be going, oh my. God, God, that's what I remember Action Man looking like, uh, yeah. but not what <laughs> but it not actually what it was, was like. You yeah. know, so I bought a couple of those. It was like, going, "This is stupid." We, ha- <laughs> I I we have a, an aunt, you know, one of those kind of aunts that you only would see once every six months, just yeah. for, and the whole family would be down on that day. They had every original Star Wars toy, mm-hmm. every single one, and they kept them down in the garage for the kids to play with whenever we came over. Mm-hmm. So for years, we would go down twice a year, play with all of these Star Wars toys. And then one year we went and they were gone. <gasps> and we said, where are the Star Wars toys? And she said, oh, we all, we thought you were all a bit old. We were getting to the stage now where we kind of knew that they were, that they were something. Yeah. We thought you were all a little bit too old for them. We donated them to the church. <laughs> oh, my mum did the same thing. She sent all my He-Man toys to Romania. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's furious. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why that's funnier. It's the saddest things you have when you're in the bank of. This is why you sit there looking so sorrowful. It's it's just it's just a bank of There's sad some things. Fucker in Romania playing with my toys. <laughs> and maybe that's the best thing they have in their life. Uh, does that not does that not give you a little bit of solace? Does that not make you feel a little bit better? No, <laughs> <laughs> Are they worth uh, it? See, to me, He Man's still Johnny Come Lately. It's yeah. still a, a relatively new thing. Like, no, no, He Man was was the. I mean, did you not see the show on uh, Netflix now? Oh yeah, the the, the toys the, that the made toys that made us. It's a documentary series about different lines of toys. Yeah, and, yeah. And basically, how the people you know designed them and how they you know got the like six, six or eight episodes or something. Yeah, like so that. there's one yeah. on He Man, there's one on Star Wars, obviously, and a few other ones, and yeah. it's really really good. I yeah. kind of feel like 
Do you know, I, I feel sad buying some figures and taking them out of the boxes and putting them up and going, that looks really cool. I feel sad, but there's a certain amount of denial going on where I'm going, but you know, at the same time, I draw comics, so it's quite reasonable <laughs> to have some comic about Yesterday when I but got... But to sit and watch a programme about toys seems like a bridge too far. No. Yesterday, whenever I got home with Commissioner Gordon and Raz al Ghul... I spent that all I keep thinking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time you say that, I keep thinking. Every, see, when I came home with Commissioner Gordon and Razzle. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Razzle kicks. Uh, getting to rearrange them on the shelf to make them all. No, not Razzle kicks. Length. Razzle, the original Dirty Magazine. Oh, Razzle. Oh, okay. That's, I mean, that's. <laughs> that's that's pre yeah, yeah, That was yeah. after K's. After yeah. you graduated from K's, you went on to find copies of Razzle. <laughs> and find, find in hedges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> No, getting to rearrange that shelf was the best one I had yesterday. <laughs> that was great. I still, I mean, I really want to do something with my figures and where where they have little little things going. Well, on. we've we I don't know we've if we talked talk, about, we talk about, about it on the show, about, yeah. but we, me and you have talked about it. IKEA do these little bell jars, yeah, yeah. like these little science experiment looking wooden mm-hmm. based. Um, dome bell jars for, they, for they, quite they cheap hold that, about one or two figures with a little yeah, the bit smaller of ones will hold one no problem the bigger yeah. ones will probably hold two yeah so, uh, dust the fuckers yes, yeah it would be exactly but I, my plan was to, was to put two of those in sort of permanently and, and like on a yeah. glue, actually glue them to a base so they don't fall <laughs> over ever yeah and, and put like you know for example the, the uh, killer croc I'd get a little little bit of tubing from from a plumber's yard or something and then paint it green put a little bit of kind of glue like on it to make sewer. it look like a sewage, yeah. sewage yeah. system thing and like a little that, diorama a little diorama because yeah. I, I mean you know, you probably don't ever remember there was a shop called Leisure World in oh Belfast. I remember I remember right. Leisure World well, yeah, Leisure yeah. World at the, when you went so Leisure World before Toys R Us before Smith's before Leisure World was Belfast Toy Shop it was the Pleasure Dome yeah but this wasn't like this wasn't like your normal toy shop this was it was a, probably about the size of an indoor football pitch. It was enormous. You were younger and smaller. I was, well, that's true. But it was well, two no, to, it well, was no, no. Two here's the thing. Floors. Here's the thing. Smiths and Toys R Us and those shops are like an indoor warehouse. They, yeah. they are like a, a like a toy warehouse. You go in there and they're stacked high to the ceiling. And their aim is to sell shift boxes to you. Um, Leisure World seemed to be. We're going to show you how brilliant these toys are to play with. And then if you want one, we've, we've got, got them all out in the back. Yeah. But right now, right here, you can see Action Man battling the forces of evil on our window display. Guys, which we've I, said this dire, massive diorama. I worked of with two of the guys when I, when I worked in game, the mm-hmm. computer game shop. I worked with two guys who were the assistant manager and one of the supervisors in Leisure World. Mm-hmm. And they told stories about building the dioramas and they had this was the type of place that had the, the mechanical Lego like a full fun yeah. fair of mechanical Lego and the Ferris wheel yes, went yes, round right, and the yeah. roller coaster went round in a, in a big um, like glass or perspex cabinet and then on the other side of the store they had Action Man and all of the action man's in the jeeps <laughs> with the the uh, the grappling hook that he would slide yeah, down, and like yeah. they and they. And built... This was you. You could look. You, I mean, you look around. You see all the toys around on display, and then you'd look up and you'd see vehicles and planes yeah. and you know model uh, airplanes hanging like, from the ceiling. It was, it, was, and... it was a cornucopia of visuals yeah. everywhere you looked, and they weren't. It didn't. It wasn't like you know uh, Smiths or uh, uh, you know uh, Toys R Us where you'd look up and it's just warehouse stacked full of stuff. Yeah. yeah. With the occasional little bit of pre-built diorama from Lego or something basically a Belfast attempt at making something like Hamleys yeah yeah. in, in whatever sort of budget it felt yeah. it, it felt like a very get... American like whenever you watch uh, like stuff from the American like kind of big? 50s when, yeah. let me tell oh, but, 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 but big but stores big, with not so big yeah <laughs> big <laughs> except smaller yeah um, but it was getting to go to Leisure World was just you see now, yeah, the, the thing is that for you going to Leisure World is like oh Leisure World's amazing but for me when I was younger going to Leisure World was let's go through the drab grey grimness of, of Belfast in the 80s let's go through the searches of yeah. uh, you know let's let's walk through the cordoned off the big gate where there's uh, where they have men and women to either side to search you before you go through and then suddenly colour yeah. You know, there, there's a, a little clip of this. There, I don't, I don't understand how this works, but it seems a oh. miracle. Have you seen the kid with the? He's given these glasses, and he was color blind. He's color blind, and they've got these glasses that can alter color blindness, so okay. you can see color. And he's got these glasses, and he's walking around going, "Oh my god, that's red, yeah. and that's yellow." I mean, I don't understand how he knows what the colors well, you, are. Yeah. That's the first thing. That, but 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 ignoring that, assuming it's not some weird. I mean, how does he know what yellow is? Well, I think color, color, yellow? That's... but colorblind isn't black and white. It's just dimness. Yeah, so yeah. Red, so, red yeah, looks yeah, like so, a yeah. kind of a brownie. Yeah, so like... it's, it's that. Yeah, so he knows what red is. 
It just looks a bit shit to him. My dad used to watch snooker. My dad's colourblind. He used to watch snooker on a black and white TV because it made no difference to him. (laughs) (laughs) He was happy enough. I can see no difference. For those watching on black and white, the red ball is next to the pink ball. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know um, uh, uh, Duncan Fogrado's colourblind? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's an incredible... Uh, Duncan Fogrado is incredible. Hello, Duncan, if you're listening. I, don't, I doubt you are, but if you are, hello. That actually uh, explains a lot. I mean, I don't mean that in a mean, mean way, because I, I have, like, a coloured print, like, uh-huh. by Duncan, you know? Yeah. And uh, his colour choices are, like, way off the really scale. weird. But yeah. I really like it. But, yeah, yeah that kind of answers. So Because so the thing is, when you're doing, when you're doing painting, I think... Uh, there is basic paint which is you go oh red I need red I need green I need brown I need white I need, and then there's kind of oh super advanced colour where you go I need values I need the values to yeah. speak and, and and I think if you're colour blind the values kind of the values are what are is more distinct from the colours uh, and so so you pick based on value and so that means you can have a green sat beside a bright red uh, sat beside a red because those values maybe would be similar and so it, they blend yeah. quite well and, yeah. and when you're not coloured by I don't think you see that just as well but it's it's kind of fascinating I mean then there's somebody there's people with um, they've got more cones in their eyes so they see more colour so so they see billions of ranges of colour and stuff anyway I don't know how we got on to yeah. that but, <laughs> but, but no that's the thing Leisure World was like that Leisure World was an explosion of colour and around a drab grey um, like Belfast at that time was like the episode of the IT crowd where uh, Jen is smoking outside yeah. and it's like a it's Soviet grey yeah. wasteland yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, uh, that's what Belfast was like that's what it felt like but yeah one of my most distinct memories of going to Leisure World was when I was about 10 and I was getting glasses for the first time yeah. and uh, mum sent me down to Belfast and she said look if you go to the optic you behave um, and you just just do everything he tells if you. If you behave and don't do anything bad, don't me and your daddy on. will buy ourselves a nice toy which this, you will be allowed to look at sometimes. Said, we'll, we'll go to Leisure World, you'll get something nice. And I was like, great, this is brilliant. So I went to the optician and she said, yeah, he needs glasses. Um, I need to do a test though on his eyes. It's going to take about an hour for it to settle in. And he put these drops oh, in my oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, 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 I've heard of those. They make so then your... I had to go to Leisure World, not be able to see a thing. <laughs> 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 completely and utterly like my eyes just like were completely blurred and I had to have my like my, like Mr Burns where he's the alien and yeah, I had to the... have my like seven year old brother describe to me what, what I was looking at <laughs> everything I, 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 I just felt like what it was like to be blind for the first time and only time in my life so it's always there's always my, my memories of Leisure were tinged with that yeah, sadness yeah. walking up to like <laughs> <laughs> Only you can have memories of Leisure World tinged with sadness. I mean, anyone like, else would be. I couldn't get anything from Leisure World, but it was still amazing. You, no, I couldn't see anything. I, I thought the way the story was going to go was that the day that you got glasses was also the day that you went into Leisure World, and you, were able to, and you were able to see it in all of its glorious technicolor. Oh, no. And then the next day was the day his mum and dad said, "We're off to uh, Disneyland, <laughs> but you're not coming." <laughs> But it was the day I went to Leisure World and I had to like, get my brother to explain to me which of the mass toys I was holding that I already had. <laughs> oh, because no. I, did, I, did, I could not recognise them. Oh, no. And he's like, nah, you've got that one. Don't ask for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, On another note, so see, um, He-Man was like my, my entry into comics. Really? Because the, the, the He-Man figures all came with a little comic in the back oh, He-Man yeah. is the gayest of the, <laughs> of the toys I, I, I mean, mean I don't I mean I don't mean that in a, I don't mean that in a derogatory way I don't mean that as a pejorative I don't mean oh that's so gay I don't mean it like I just mean he's a muscle bound semi naked man wearing nothing but pants is pretty I mean it's, it's, it's I mean, he's very yeah. it is pretty gay no, and his best like, friend's called Fisto <laughs> His best friend's called That's too far. His best friend's called Man at Arms. Man at Arms, yeah. But there's all. It's not much better. Yeah, no, no. But there is a Fisto as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. There's Fisto and Beastman. But yeah. I remember last Beast year Man. I bought Dark Horse Brother a book of all these old mini comics collected, uh-huh. and I realised that some of them were done by like Bruce Tim and a few others. Oh wow! The kind of like their 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 entry into comics back yeah. in the back in the day was yeah. drawing these terrible. Terrible comics for the kids, <laughs> but but actually the comics were written at a really different level than, than because they were they were trying to be like Conan the Barbarian type yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 and they didn't tie in with the TV. <clears throat> yeah, that's at what, all. not what the TV series was. So trying stuff to be. was like completely different. I was reading the comic and like they were you know, He-Man was hacking and slashing yeah. and things, and then the and the TV series there seemed to be a lot looser in he, he terms just, of licenses in those things. days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the stuff they were showing on TV you couldn't do anything terribly violent on because they were probably different sets of restrictions and then the comics were like going yeah you've got the license to do that whatever you want it's fine it's all good with us uh, not These anymore they, they really they're really like they you can't do anything in comics if it's licensed material everything's got to be approved and checked and 
and it's a lot more difficult, you know, uh, to get a lot well, of Well, the weird thing was, it was the people who made the toys making the comics. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, because they, they, they were trying to add value to the toys. Yeah. So they, they just got, like, these some in-house artists. I think, I think they were the... They're the people who, like, a lot of them are the ones who did, like, the production renderings of the toys. Yeah. Drawing these things, yeah. and then uh, they packaged them on the kit. And, like, they were, they were supremely violent little, little comics. They were great. Yeah. I remember I never had any He-Man toys when I was, when I was growing you up, but I remember... I was a bit just on the cusp You're a bit of being young. too young. I was a bit too old for yeah, it. Yeah, but like it, Peter says he's a bit straight for it. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that shirt. Oh, uh, <laughs> nice shirt. Um, no, but I remember a friend of mine did. He had all of them, and I, for some reason, a memory that just sticks in my head is the Beast Man. Yeah, was just really sticky. Beast Man was like covered it, in this kind of. I think that was just his toy. <laughs> <laughs> Because I had Beastman and he wasn't particularly sticky. Really? But did they not try and give him like, uh, a, sticky like slime? a hurry, like? Oh, do you know? Oh, what? do you know what? That wasn't Beastman. That was Grizzlor. We go Grizzlor. Okay. <laughs> did, did they give I him? I had them all. Okay. Did they give him some sort of slime? <laughs> he was a hairy type coating. Right. He was hairy. Uh, no, I, I don't know why. I don't know why your <laughs> was sticky. I know he was. Where we were kids, like stuff it's gets sticky. Picked up all sorts of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Things got flock, yeah. Okay. The flock coating is there. Oh is God! The imagine what? Imagine Grizzlor now in the hands of some Romanian kid. <laughs> Grim. Uh, um, that, yeah, yeah. I, I was just too old for all that stuff. That, I mean, Battle of the Planets was probably the last child. What's Battle of the Planets? You know, G Force. What's G Force? Gatcha Man. Gatcha Man. Gatcha Man. Gatcha Man was this uh, sort of seventies Japanese anime TV series about five teenagers who. It's basically the, the original five teenagers get together to form a gigantic big thing and, and def- defeat the. Oh, okay. G-force. But it's been remade G-force. so many uh, times. It was remade for America as G-Force um, and Battle of the Planets. And Battle of the Planets, they took out all of the violence. And they, and, and they, and and they, they inserted the strange, this robot. They, they took out uh, all of the, all of the uh, all super the, violence. And the and transsexualism. They kind of, the transsexualism, because they, they, like, the lead villain was, was I think it was transsexual. Yeah, or well, very, was, um, of ambiguous gender. Yeah, yeah. Which seemed to happen a lot, and like uh, I mean, the Japanese the, were confused the, the after days, Nagasaki. <laughs> the, days, the days I used to watch Monkey and wasn't sure what, what my feelings for Trippy Taka were are kind of you know never ending. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, no, Battle of the Plants was awesome. But it was the thing is, whenever they cut out all the violence, they would cut to this really shitty robot thing called Seven Zark Seven, who would explain what you've just missed. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness, you wouldn't believe what's going on over there. <laughs> yes, he did speak in that kind of very fey kind of thing. It was, it was great though, because I liked it because one of the characters was called Jason, which I thought, well, my middle name's Jason, so that's kind of like me. <laughs> of course it is. But, my, but the boss was called Mark, and my brother was called Mark. And <laughs> that really upset me a lot. <laughs> he really fucking annoyed these me. These weren't the original Japanese names. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, I have a nice uh, couple of prints at home of um, Princess and Jason, I think, mm. that uh, a local artist did. I quite, yeah. quite enjoy them. But yeah, that show's been remade. So, and when I say remade, I mean, I just mean the same animation has been reused in multiple different TV okay. series. Like those Angel Riders, G Force, Gatchaman, uh, Battle of the Plants. And it's the same show every single time, but with new voicing and new music. So it's, but it's a, it's a classic. We're going to talk about some films. Yeah, uh, I saw The Hitman's Bodyguard. And I've forgotten everything about it. Yeah, it sounds. My, uh, I haven't. Yeah, I was looking at the name of that, going, "What is that film?" And I realised I do know what that film is. <laughs> yeah, have you seen it? No, I. So it's, I, I it's Ryan, of, Ryan yeah. Reynolds and um, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Samuel Jackson? L. Jackson. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson is a hitman, and Ryan Reynolds is a bodyguard. And the gist of it is that the the hitman is is going to. Uh, talk about war crimes of this kind of uh, general guy and uh, is, is you know he's, the United Nations have taken him away to, to hide him somewhere and uh, the, someone in the United Nations is a mole so all of his crew all of the bodyguards for him have been assassinated and Ryan Reynolds is the only person that, he's he used to be this triple A rated best uh, um bodyguard in the world everyone was perfectly safe with him and then and he worked freelance and then uh someone he was working with got this is all set up very early on someone he was protecting was killed uh and then he lost his triple a rating and and now he's very down his heels and it's it's a fun little goofy well the thing i know about the film is that it was originally written straight it was supposed to be a straight action yeah film and they rewrote it quite close to um 
starting yeah um to add some humor into it yeah um, and apparently it works kind of ryan reynolds and samuel l jackson are both very humorous good yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, well, well-rounded they, they, comedians yeah, but mean, the, apparently the villains all kind of fall a bit flat with their humor it doesn't really uh, yeah work it's, all it's, that well. it's sort of it's an odd little film and, and it, it, there's it's the the bad guy is oh who, who's who's play, who's who's played by um i uh, I have to look it up to see who who the villain of the piece is. Who the the general that that is the main uh, the guy they're looking at. Mads Mikkelsen. Let's just say Mads. No, no, it's not. It's not Mads. It's it's Dougray Scott. No, 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 no. It's oh god, what's his name? Uh, British actor. He was in Dougray Scott. Iron, uh, Iron Man as as the as the Mandarin. Um, oh, Ben okay. Kingsley. I think Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben. Sir Ben is the bad guy. I think. I've got to check I mean, it, it doesn't. It doesn't sound very. It, 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 but he's not. He's not. He's basically this kind of um, this uh, this ruler of this country uh, uh, that's committed terrible, terrible war crimes and um, uh, thingy. I, I bet you it's not Ben Kingsley. I know. I'm trying to it look it up just... here. I'm trying to look it up. It's Gary Oldman. Oh, you it's Gary dick. Oldman. Gary Oldman. I knew it wasn't going to be oh, Ben Kingsley. He's a Ben Kingsley. <laughs> yeah, but he's doing. This. Remember when Gary Oldman was in Gandhi? <laughs> All right, look, Gary Oldman's in it doing his very best Gary Oldman hamming it up kind of thing. Doing his very best I've Ben seen, Kingsley impression. <laughs> no, there's another there's another film called um, there's like three films about dictators of former countries coming out that are now on the run and and need there protected. Is, yeah, there, there, it, one of them's got Michael Caine in it, and one of them's got Ben Kingsley. The, the Michael Caine one's really fucking weird. Is that the one where he the little girl writes to him? Yeah, yeah he's like a Fidel Castro yeah, kind of guy, funny. except trying to do a Fidel Castro accent and not, and basically can only play Michael Caine. <laughs> so is he playing the lead in the film? Because Caine hasn't been the lead in the film in a real. Yeah, long he's time. the he's the male. Like, so basically, it, basically the little girl for her uh, class project. Writes to uh, this they dictator. Look, they look. They, they have to write a letter to someone they admire, and she decides that the only person she really admires is this dictator yep. guy, uh, who's played by Michael Caine, and and he looks like Fidel Castro. There's bits of it where he's got the full on beard and stuff, and then his country is overthrown, and and the film is called Dear Dictator, Dear Dictator, Dear, Dear Dictator. Yeah, really? that was like, like last General year. Anton Vincent. Yeah, I mean, Michael Caine is definitely of that era where people were just asked to play any nationality whatsoever as long as they had a Cockney accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sean Connery plays any character at all. But so his, there's, there's, his, 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 his regime is overthrown and he ends up fleeing to America and the only place he thinks to go is to the address on the letter that the little girl wrote yeah. him. And so she... I said keep saying little girl. She's probably a teenager, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, it's a teenage comedy kind Br- of thing. British Caribbean is, is, is his nationality. Yeah, he really isn't. I think that they've gone, hmm... Can we get away with Cuban if you like? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> we'll go with. I mean, that's what he's. That's what he's yeah. going I'm for. I'm a bloody dictator, and king. <laughs> It'd be good if we could get a little. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know how we've. we've I don't know how we've jumped onto a film that none of us have seen. No, we're still well, going to talk I'm just, about. I'm it. saying it's funny that there are three films with dictators coming out, and and they're yeah. all comedies. Recently, I don't know what that says. The death about of Stalin what, is another what one. What America is thinking of right now? I don't know if that says something. The death of Stalin. Yes, the death of Stalin. That was a terrific movie. Yeah, I was. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I really thought that it was um, unbelievably clever. Probably too clever for me in places. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I definitely did feel like that. And, and I think an no, incredible not, not having a working knowledge of, of uh, you know the, the Communist Party. No. <laughs> um, really, brave is probably the wrong word, but it, it's it's certainly interesting that they just decided. You know what? Fuck the accents. Like everybody just yeah, gets to talk in their own accent. When Jason We're Isaacs in Ru- comes in and he's, he's got a northerner yeah. accent. <laughs> We're in Russia. We're all Russian, but we're just gonna we're just gonna talk in our own accents. And uh, a less successful example is when, whenever Valkyrie tried to do that uh, with Tom Cruise. Well, they they kind of half half asked it by um, having it start in German and then it kind of all of a sudden kind of morphed into English. Okay, yeah. Yeah, which I thought yeah, yeah. was a, an interesting choice, but um, uh, but the death of Stalin. If you're kind of into that, the thick of it and Veep, kind of just really. It's yeah, it's Baromander energy, so it's it's exceptionally you know clever political satire. So, it, but it's uh, it, towards the end that movie goes dark. Yeah, in ways that I was not prepared for. <laughs> I'm, I'm, really I'm kind of wor- I'm kind of worried about myself because I didn't find it like I found it dark, but not kind of 
It, it was the level of darkness that I thought, you know, that seems I'm about, prepared for this. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> I'm well prepared for yeah, Do you know it. This seems is why, about right this is why Ron's so, so sad. It's because he's always optimistic things will be better. <laughs> and and he's always okay let down. <laughs> yeah, death of Films Stalin. Films Ron's is... escape from the real world, which is always grim and sad for Ron. Death of Stalin, definitely a, uh, one, one to check out. But yeah, the big film that I checked out this weekend was A Quiet Place. And I have not enjoyed a film more in the cinema in a really long time. Uh... And the premise is really, really simple. Yeah. It's something has happened. They don't tell you what. Mm-hmm. They just There are now creatures on Earth that I've got incredibly good hearing and can hear, you know, a pin drop from mm-hmm. a really long distance away. So you have to be exceptionally quiet all of the time. I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a world where PJ is eaten first. <laughs> and uh, it, it follows this family as they try to survive in the American, you know, the wilderness. And they have a the far, farmhouse, but they um, they have to occasionally, you know, go in places to, to scavenge their food. Uh, the opening scene, I mean, I, I knew nothing about the, the film other than the poster. Whenever I went in, I just kind of showed up at the cinema last Sunday and decided to go and see a film. And I watched the first teaser trailer, decided it was 100% for me and I didn't want to see anything else. Yeah. So I haven't seen anything else. Oh, Scott's got this look at his face like, don't spoil it. No, no, I just don't. No, I, I mean, I know loosely what the film is. It's know, fine for us to spoil films for you, but not, not for, for us ourselves. To, not no. for us to spoil films no. for Scott. On so. the packing order, you are much lower than we are. <laughs> so, so you're lucky Scott hasn't, hasn't seen this because you'll not get a spoiler for this film. <laughs> but I know, I know roughly what is. Yeah, so there's the an opening is. scene that kind of sets the, sets the scene for the whole film mm-hmm. and gives you an idea of how how serious the stakes are yeah and then it jumps ahead nearly a year mm-hmm. and you catch up with the family then and you see it's, so the, the family the, the, the two um, the couple in the family remember John Krasinski yeah. who was in the American office as Jim yeah. he's also the director of the film okay oh, uh, right, that's and his real life wife is Emily Blunt yes and so um, people are now saying they should be playing the Fantastic Four uh, I would totally buy into that. Okay. They would be an oh, amazing... Oh, John Krasinski as Reed Richards? Yeah, that would be incredible. That would be yeah. great. Although I would I would want them to look at the camera and just be like... Well, do you know what? They, no mean, one can see what you just did. I know. Yeah. They, they, but, but they is, know, this though. Is Marvel, this, in, the Mar- in the new Marvel Universe, they could totally make a movie just like that. They could yeah. make a documentary film about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. and, and now that I've said that, I've realised that is the perfect way to do it, is to make it in that sort of mockumentary type style yeah. and have the Fantastic Four enter, enter into the world like that. So you meet the family again after about a year and you realise that the wife is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Oh. Okay. Well, that's a, yeah. And babies ain't quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I won't really go into any more of the plot, but that, that's kind of, it starts barreling on from there. I mean, the, the rest of the film takes place over, you know, a sp- period of a few hours. But, um, yeah, I don't think I've had a more tense, exciting, emotional experience in a cinema in a oh, real long time. I don't want any of that. Oh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm all about that. that no. I, I, the child actors, especially, are really, really good. I want to watch a film that doesn't require any tension. <laughs> and there's there's, just... the, there's the added twist of the, the daughter who's the eldest is also deaf mm-hmm. so she can't hear the thing if she's, if she's making noise yeah Ooh. oh okay but um so, but the whole family because they have an advantage because because they had a deaf child they already knew sign language yeah, so they yeah, all talk so they to each other in sign language all the time oh, so there's no sound in the film then there's very there's very little there's i mean there's is there tons music? of sound in the film and that's the brilliant thing about it the sound design is amazing because and you sit there and you realize it's tensely yeah, it's they, all they have weaved an incredible web of tension just by like creaks and sounds here and you don't know what is going to be something lurking in the house all yeah. the time but um, yeah it's it's a it's a different level of tension when you realise anything could potentially you know start yeah. making noise yeah. you know there's a, there's a in the very first couple of minutes there's a, a one of the kids wants to take a special from the shop that they're yeah. looting effectively and it's, yeah and there's just this incredible moment where John Krasinski looks at him and he's got this intense fear in his face because he knows the batteries are still in it yeah, and he just removes. The I've had exactly the same thing when when we've been downstairs in the cupboard, and you know we've like we bagged up all the kids' toys from cause when they were babies, tiny tiny babies, and now they're much older, and and everything goes into the big storage cupboard and and a massive giant pile, and you just hear one. <laughs> you where the f- where's that coming from? <laughs> I'm never gonna find that. <laughs> You're gonna know. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I don't know if it will, but it it it, it 
the sort of film I think should definitely be in the Oscars for. Uh, What's interesting about that, I think, is is that um, if the sound design, because people are very like the visuals, 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 big screen, big screen, big screen, but very few people are as are as fussed on the sound quality as as they are on the picture quality, mm. and you can sort of tell that because. You know, TV makers never make a big deal of sound quality. They never go, yeah, you, these are the best speakers you'll ever get on a TV. Yeah. They're just going, look at the picture, look at the picture. And, and, all, but, and also, look how flat the TV is. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the big thing. You've and had curved yeah. for 10 minutes and 3D, but now we're flatter now, than yeah, anything Yeah, look how else. flat we are. And what that means is good speakers have depth. Yeah. And what that means is that you don't get good speakers in yeah. TVs anymore. It used to be that on a plasma screen you'd have two speakers on either side yeah. pointing out the way. Yeah. Didn't People didn't like how it looked, so they just got rid of it, just like a, your standard picture frame. So the speakers either have to go down the way yeah. or they fire outwards behind into the wall yeah, and, 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 bounce, and try and bounce oh, off. Yeah, but I, think, I think there's an acceptance now from a lot of manufacturers. People are probably going to buy a sound bar or yeah. some, some, some yeah. sort of other you know, additional... Yeah. Now, I, you know, I am pickier than most. Yeah. I, I, I like to have good sound and, and that sort of thing, but I'm, I'm aware that I'm very alone in that. Um, we had a sound bar. I had a... Way back, way, way back, I, had a, I bought a 5.1 surround sound system way when that was a, the bigger thing. And I set it all up and I turned it on and went, I thought this is amazing. And my wife went, no, it's too loud. <laughs> Turn it down. And I turned it down and she went, still too loud. I don't like that woofer. I'll turn off the woofer. And, and then I had like the tinny crappy sound. Uh, it's like, why? that was a waste of money. For, yeah, for me, it's not even the it's not even the volume. It's the clarity yeah. that you get. Like, but Hannah's, but here's, Hannah's, the, here's the weird thing, right? I genuinely believe if you're making YouTube videos and stuff, sound quality is more important than video quality. Yes, 100%. People, people will put up with crappy, crappy looking pictures but but as long as the sound quality is good, yeah. and yet when it comes with the, with the big screens, it's the picture quality seems to rule over yeah. sound quality. As yeah. long as the sound's just about passable, then they don't care. About well, the, the, the else. thing about it, like Hannah's dad was, he wasn't going deaf, but his hearing just wasn't as good mm. as it used to be, and I always had to watch the TV with subtitles on yeah. because no matter how loud he turned it, yeah, it he just couldn't make out the dialogue. And yeah. um, all we did was buy him a little. Uh, what would be like a Bluetooth speaker, like a little jam box or mm-hmm. a Jawbone or whatever, whatever it was at the time, but with a line out, yeah. and took the headphone jack from the TV, yeah. and plugged it into the back of it, and just and used that. He didn't have to turn it up loud, but the richness and the clarity yeah, that yeah. you get from that, yeah. he could turn off the subtitles and hear it properly. You don't have to yeah. invest in a in a big state of the art system. You just need a little bit more clarity. Yeah, well, I think the thing that sort of highlights that is that new Soderbergh movie where he shot it, he shot the movie on an iPhone. Yeah, but he didn't do the sound on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the sounds what really sells it. I mean, it, the, the visuals look pretty good. But I, I, but I like uh, films like The Matrix, and uh, I can't remember what else came out around the same sort of time. Phantom Menace. Well, but there were films that came out that people were going, "This is the film that will sell a DVD player. Yeah. These are the films that will sell yeah. this big screen TV." It's in, it. It would be interesting if that becomes. I mean, if if you're a sound audio file, that's that's the film that will make an audio system worth having. I would imagine, you know, to to be able because I mean, the, yeah. the, to get the full surround sound and to be able to hear the noises behind you while you're watching the thing and and well, that, I mean, feel the, it. The next thing is Dolby Atmos. Like, and I don't know if I'll ever upgrade to that I would like to but that, that's the thing where the sound can come from above as well yeah so there's, oh, there's, wow. a, there's, right. a, there's a Dolby I was expecting I was thinking you were going to say there's like a mist <laughs> no no I mean they're like ceiling embedded they're ceiling speakers that, yeah. so, so you get a real sort of 3D they can, they can place a sound anywhere within the matrix of, of your room yeah. There's so there's a wow. the, there's a cinema just down the road from us here in Dundonald the the mm. Omniplex yeah they have a Dolby Atmos screen oh the yeah. Omniplex is great I've been there yeah. a few times really good and and I I often post on Twitter going oh taking the kids to the cinema it's cost a bloody fortune it's like twenty five quid for four of us and, and like all my friends in London and stuff going are you out of your fucking mind yeah. twenty five quid's nothing yeah. nothing That's two people yeah. Uh, yeah and they have they have the luxury seats for thirteen quid with a popcorn and a drink yeah so like these big leather luxury reclining seats for 13 quid they'll pop her in a drink that's nothing yeah, yeah. I can't do well, that in, in, the, in the Atmos <laughs> in the Atmos screens down there it's the they call it the Omnimax uh, it's not IMAX but it is a large format it's screen Omnimax. it's yeah. Omnimax it's not, it's not IMAX but they'll do their best to imply that it yeah. might be <laughs> but they have the Adobe Atmos screen and I think they might be the uh, do, do Odeon have 
uh, I don't know. Dolby I don't Atmos. go there. No, I, I, I exclusively go to Omniplex. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I really do like the Odeon. I mean, we we'll have to go to the Odeon's Odeon got sometimes. plastic armrests. I, I mean, I, I don't, go to it's... the Odeon because my wife likes the Odeon, but I I hate the classic the class divide of having seats that you have to pre-book because they're in the middle. I fucking yeah. hate that. I hate. Uh, you know what? If you turn up early, you get a middle seat. That's the way it should work. That's fair. You don't get to go. I turned up late, but if you I want to get in early and extra. sit through the ads and catch the trailers. You get a good seat. You get a good seat. You yeah. deserve yeah, that. I, I certainly this. resent paying extra to sit on the. Sh- you know, sit in a normal, reasonable seat where you'd expect to sit if you were coming in at an early time, so that I I could then watch adverts. I re- absolutely resent that. Yeah, I will say this about a quiet place. You are painfully aware of the noises everyone else is making. Oh, oh no. And I think because I think the, the cinema was no, it was only maybe like a quarter full, but it was full of people who didn't seem to know this film, didn't have a lot of dialogue, <laughs> and they, they they were kind of muttering away. I, I could hear every fucking word that they were saying. <laughs> um, and then after about maybe I think fifteen minutes, they kind of twigged, and then like you could have heard a pin drop in that cinema. It, it was really everyone was really attentive to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, re- it, I'm looking it, forward to a, seeing it. It's a absolute belter of a film, and uh, I'd say catch it. Right, can I talk about my little mini brush with fame? Well, I, I don't think f- we get a choice, do we? <laughs> no, we don't get a choice. <laughs> Just as a as a show closer, as a show closer, as a, I posted a tweet the day before yesterday. Did you see it? It's a little cartoon. It's a little meme. You know the meme of the bloke walking with his girlfriend, and he sees another girl, and he turns around and goes "woo" like that. You know that meme. It's, 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 and the idea is that you replace the, the bloke. The, it, like, so, for example, the girl walking away would have a little bit of text that says, uh, you know, a big, fat, p- greasy pizza. Everyone and knows the meme. Everyone knows. Not everyone no, knows the meme. No, please let him go. <laughs> everyone, and, and he will have a wee description saying, me on a diet. And the other one will say, you know, good, healthy, salad food. And it's him going, ooh, no, I'd like a pizza, please. You know that meme, right? I know that one. I, uh, look, not everyone knows this meme. <laughs> Scott is killing himself here. Uh, I, want, I want a new segment that is PJ verbally <laughs> explains memes. <laughs> and we'll throw a picture of the meme up. We'll throw a picture of the meme up. Anyway, I did a version of that, right? Did you see the version? I, I did, did see the version right. that you I did. I did a version yeah. of that, which was just something I thought was funny and would only appeal to me, which is, right, so the, 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 the thinking I had was, when I'm doing artwork, I'm trying to kind of, you want to be very controlled and measured. And then, and then you always go, I don't know how to draw. And then you scribble things and then you go, okay, that, that, that is the thing I needed to draw. But it's all scribbly, but that's okay. So I drew a meme. I drew the thing that, I redrew the meme. I actually just drew it and wrote, you know, unfussy rendering versus like uh, properly drawn something essentially. Check out the show notes for it. Yeah, you check it yeah, 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 to see what it actually looks like. Anyway, it is now sitting on 13,000 likes, which is astonishing. My son's going, are you going to brag about that all day, Daddy? And the answer is, yes. Could you not have put the show's website just down in the bottom corner? Well, I didn't think it was going to travel that fucking far. It's like the time that I did a video Scott, of... he's not sharing glory. <laughs> <laughs> I did a video. When, when the iPad Pro first came out with the Apple Pencil... I did a video of me using the Apple Pencil for the first time. And because, right, so here's the thing. When the Apple Pencil first came out, there were shortages. Do you remember the shortages? You couldn't get the Apple Pencil anywhere. And the only places that were getting them were the Apple stores, and they might get one or two at a time. Now, Belfast has an Apple store, but it's pretty odd because Belfast doesn't have that many consumers of Apple kit that are artists, I don't think. Right. I mean, it has. It probably has enough to keep it nice and busy. It's always busy, but it doesn't have the same sort of. It's not like it's in London or somewhere. You know, Belfast is still quite a small place. So on the day the Apple Pencil came out, I went down to the Apple store and just went, "Do you have an Apple Pencil?" They went, "We've we've got one." I went, "Oh, I'll have that." And then no one had them for weeks. Then people were going in and getting like fourteen week queues. So I did a very simple video of me using the Apple Pencil, and just you know, kind of trying it out in Procreate at the time. And I uploaded it, and it it, gar- it garnered about ten thousand uh, views in a very short space of time. A friend of mine says you should put advertising on that. And I said I don't think it's going to go more than ten thousand views because I mean it is literally me just using the Apple Pencil without any voiceover. It's just me scribbling with it. He says yeah, but you should put it in advert. I said well, I might get another two thousand. What's the point? Two hundred thousand views it got. <laughs> 
not a single penny of advertising revenue did I see because I never. I mean, ever I, I'm, I'm not I didn't even sure. Think, I didn't think it would travel. I almost think YouTube would take money off you for two hundred thousand views. <laughs> like that doesn't seem like you've missed out on an awful lot of money there. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's like a penny. I don't know. Anyway, no, that, well, in fairness, Ron made a video a couple of years ago that I remember. That, yeah, and that I'm pretty sure got a couple of million views. Hang on, yeah, I, hang on. Well, he didn't do it on his own. No, no. Oh. You didn't do it on your own? Well, no, whenever I came to drawing big cocks, I turned to one man that I knew who <laughs> knew how to do it. <laughs> Wait, so you two got together <laughs> without me. Well, hang on, that's nice to me. Yeah, but you know, the cocky drew. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we'll po- post a little link to to Ron's uh, Spider Man yeah, masterpiece. It is, it in is the, kind of funny. Um, I mean, it is all Ron's idea. Like, I just yeah. did a little stupid drawing. Uh, yeah, I think I messaged PJ at like two in the morning, going, "Look, this is going to sound really weird. But can you draw this for me?" <laughs> I mean, don't you worry. I am already drawing it. I've already drawn it. <laughs> drew, yeah. I drew one I mean, earlier. I was in the middle of it. You, uh, said, just... you set that through pretty quick. Did you have this on hand? <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> So anyway, I didn't expect that. And somebody, who was it that said you should post a link? You're supposed to post a link to your website directly following that or something. And, I, and Patreon and all sorts. And we're going to do a Patreon? Are we going to do a Patreon? You Maybe. Know? I don't know. I mean, if, if we do a Patreon, then we have to offer things. What, what on special. earth do we have to offer someone other than the free podcast that they're already getting for free? I mean, we do extra podcast stuff. No, no, no. I think, look, I think you offer the free stuff and you offer people the, the ability to support you in some way. If they're enjoying the show, they might support you. If they're enjoying the show, they might not. But I talked to a few people. I was in Cork for the weekend. Hey, look, I went to Cork, to the Cork Comic Con, and I met a few people who said they really enjoyed the show, which was really nice. And I was, like, slightly baffled. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind I've of had, cool. I actually have I had two, three separate people text me all saying the same thing. Yeah, if you're enjoying was, the show, let us know. Because, yeah, otherwise because, it's just a PJ screaming into the abyss. And we have to sit here. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Frank. I mean, they'd do it without me, but it wouldn't be as good. But, and, and we all know. No that. one's told me they're like. <laughs> and I, thought, <laughs> and I, and I, I thought they might. <laughs> somebody, somebody said to me um, that they that they loved the line, uh, "The Lord makes exceptions for Nick Faldo," and that which, it should be on a t- from... and it should be on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, Chewy Edapui. That would be a good one too. <laughs> Uh, so if there's any other ideas that you have for merchandise, by all means, let yeah. us know. Don't lick my face. I think was the other quote I heard that people like. Don't lick my face from when Chewie had a pooey. Well, I, I went viral on Twitter once. Did you? What happened? Uh, J.K. Rowling talked to me. Oh, right. Okay. And that was exciting for yeah. you know a couple of days. It where... is kind of exciting when something like that. You, 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 you sort of endorphins and stuff starts flowing around and you're Cause, well, buzzing. I, just, I tweeted and... at her first. I think yeah. I just woke up and I said something about it. I just had a dream where I was trying to like ask out J.K. Rowling. Yeah. And it was, it was a stupid, stupid tweet. And then she replied back with an R saying, uh, I saw you in that dream, but I was distracted by you wearing a chicken suit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, I was just getting thousands of li- likes on her is... tweet and my tweet. And I was like, what? It just seems to be anything these people say. They have this like cohort of people who are just like liking everything they say, going, yes, queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, they're following everything. Um, I was, I was going to say, that, like, when you say to me, why didn't I post something about the, the show on my tweet? The thing is, when you when you have the blue tick, you can see uh, all sorts of engagements and impressions and stuff. So let me let me run down some of the impressions. I want I want to give you a sense of the power that that uh, a tweet like that has, okay. right? So it has had my my personal tweet, the one that, the meme. Uh, you might not. You, I don't know what figures you'll see on on a tweet. You'll see likes and stuff, but yeah, you'll not we, necessarily we, we, see. We just we just see the raw numbers. Yeah. Of- You'll not see impressions, which is the number of times someone's actually seen it in their stream. Oh, right. And I get that because I've got the blue tick. You get a little yeah. bit of extra statistic stuff. So but I had... Telling us is that he's really special. No, no, no. I, well, let, I, let me, you can tell me how special this would make you feel, right? So 970,000 views, right? So it's nearly a million views. That's an incredible amount of views. Of that, do you want to guess how many people followed me directly from it? Nine hundred and seventy thousand views. I'm gonna guess nearly a million. Nine. I said nine. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. I was closer. <laughs> That's the par. That's the par yeah. of a tweet like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've sort of heard that. I mean, it it takes a lot to get a follow these days. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I unfollow people with 
fairly startling regularity. <laughs> I've certainly peaked. I can't get over twenty two hundred. I just no matter what I say or do, I just I just keep edging. I got to two two twenty two hundred one day, uh-huh. but only for an hour because then <laughs> then I started to annoy people again and they just <laughs> Man, I'm sitting just, here I mean, with like seven hundred. Yeah, it's not. I mean, the thing is, I like I know, for example, that if I post, uh, you know, I've I've a decent size of number of followers I've got 7,000 followers but I know if I post some artwork I might get 100 people seeing it you know so of a th- you know, of 7,000 people following you so it's it's like it doesn't really those numbers don't mean anything really you really need to you need to be in the millions before it starts making some sort of uh, but some so sort what of you're saying all but, of the basic essentially all this is pointless oh it's all pointless well I don't really understand what, how the logic is of who gets a blue tick because like, say you've got like 9, well I've got a blue followers. tick I've got a blue tick because I applied and when I applied because oh, right, they okay. opened up the application process but they've closed it again now have they closed they it again they've closed it again oh, right, now because right. of the Nazis <clears throat> well good um, um, yeah if you, if you go uh, to try and get a blue tick now it just says that at current the public submissions for uh, verification oh, okay. are closed so I think if they see somebody I knew a few people that tried and couldn't get on I think the what what did it for me was I in essentially supporting evidence that you who, who you say yeah. you are and what I had going for me was my, you know my real name was always on my Twitter handle um, I never went by any other name it was always Paul J Holden and I could link directly to articles and interviews and stuff that proved I was who I said I was and that that I had a a profile worth kind of. I suppose that had value if if someone were to steal it on me, you know. But but it, I mean, the only benefit I've had from it is having that little ability to access to the analytics. Act, yeah, yeah, the analytics and all that's done is depress me. So yeah. I, you know, I don't know, I don't know if there's any big value. Um, yeah. So look, anyway, if you are enjoying the show, please let us know. We do really, really, genuinely appreciate it. We uh, do this for our ego. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I mean, because frankly, we're not doing it for the money. Um, and uh, next week's show, we're going to be, we're definitely going to talk about the Court Comic Convention. Uh, we uh, are probably going to talk about iPads uh, and the old iPad versus the new iPad because uh, Scott has got an old one and I've got a new one, and we all know who's got the best one. Uh, so if you have enjoyed the show, let us know. Thank you very much. That's us. Have a good week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.